So uh, I need to get a little inside information on what it's like to work with you on a podcast. Sparky Pfeiffer's jumping on with us right now. Co-host of yours on the Curd and Long podcast. Long time no talk. All right, Steve, I don't know how I don't know how you put up with this guy on a daily basis, especially with his blatant homerism for yeah. the Packers, and it's just gotten disgusting. But you know, uh, good good for you because we can at least talk about other things on this show. So I, I applaud you for dealing with Horvat. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm just <laughs> sitting here refreshing uh, my Twitter account, trying to see who the Badgers just got out of the transfer portal because uh, Coach Fickle just sent out the tweet with jump around, which means they got somebody else. I think it's CJ Williams, the wide receiver out of USC that the Badgers got, but still waiting for confirmation. You think so? I think so. He's in Madison today. He entered the transfer portal yesterday, tweeted out he was headed to Madison today. So I think that's who it's going to be, oh, but yeah. it looks, not confirmed yet. It, lo- it looks like you're right. I'm seeing the tweet. I'll see you tomorrow, Madison. Saw that 21 hours ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. So, Sparky, uh, I was telling Nick about how the Packers are going to beat the Lions, but I think four and a half might be way too many points. I think it's going to come down to a Mason Crosby field goal. That's my prediction. What do you think about this game on Sunday? Because I feel like if the Lions are playing for nothing, and I use that in like quotation marks, because you know Dan Campbell is going to have these guys all fired up. I think that point spread is going to go up maybe to six. I think the Lions are going to – I think this is going to be a competitive football game. But what uh, what about you? What do you so what say you here? I think the Packers win this by 10 or more going into this game. And I, I want the Seahawks to lose. That's what I want. I want the Lions to, to play for the win in your end. Cause I think pressure will make Jared Goff choke uh, in a big time way. This team will play tight uh, for the Lions. You won't have all to worry about all these trick plays and everything else that you may have. Uh, if the Seahawks win, the Lions have nothing to play for. You may see a bunch of crazy trick plays and Dan Campbell, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff uh, on offense and fake punts and everything else, which could make life a little bit more difficult for the Green Bay Packers. I want them playing for something. I want them to feel it. You know, Jared Goff has obviously, you know, been to a Super Bowl and all that. Those other guys have never been anywhere close to a situation like this in the NFL. So let's see how they play at Lambeau Field uh, with the pressure on them trying to win. I like the Packers' chances a lot better in that situation uh, than I do if they come in with nothing to play for and just out there trying to have some fun and shock the world. Yeah, are we going to – I assume we're probably going to see a similar game plan to what we've had from the Packers over the last four weeks in this win streak, right? I mean, they're running the ball a ton. They're averaging less than 200 passing yards a game. The defense has a ton of takeaways right now. That I, It's it's almost like they're winning without Aaron Rodgers being majorly involved in the games. Yeah, but Rodgers is, I mean, obviously still involved, but you're sure. right. I mean, he hasn't had that 300-yard passing game and three touchdowns, that, that vintage MVP Aaron Rodgers performance. He hasn't had that since last year at some point. Now, a part of that is no Devontae Adams, obviously. Part of that is Christian Watson, who they were hoping to have uh, all year in a big way, uh, was hurt uh, most of the year and really didn't get healthy here till recently. And when he's healthy, they have that big play threat. Romeo Dobbs, the other wide receiver that they that they wanted to count on, a young player, he was out hurt. Uh, he just came back recently too. Uh, Robert Tunyon coming off injury hasn't had as good of a year as everybody expected this year. So I wouldn't say it's just Rodgers as far as you know what's going on with this offense, but they have two really good running backs in uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Their offensive line is finally getting close to healthy. A little question mark on right tackle Josh Nyman going into this game, maybe. But even if he can't play, you have a rookie in Zach Tom who's played well. Uh, to this point, uh, I think going into this game, if I was a betting man, uh, I would guess uh, early on in this game, you're going to see at least one, if not two, play action 
uh, type plays uh, to Dylan or Jones where Rodgers is going to try and throw this ball, you know, 30, 40, 50 yards downfield to try and open this thing up and get a couple big plays, get the crowd into it early uh, and try and put the Lions uh, in chase mode as early as possible. I would be surprised uh, if they don't attempt that early in this game. I like the confidence. I can't get there. Just because it's a big game, I'm getting a little bit nervous. I've been confident the last month. This one scares me a little bit. So if they win this game, they obviously go into the playoffs. How do you think they would match up with a team like San Francisco, especially with Brock Purdy, who right now he's plus 400 to win Rookie of the Year, which I kind of find insane because a month ago like nobody knew who Brock Purdy was other than me because he cost me a bunch of money at Iowa State. How do you think they would stack up against the Niners this year when really they should have beat them last year if it wasn't for a blocked field goal and a blocked punt? Well, we're going along with my, my theory in life with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're on that magic carpet ride again, that same magic carpet ride that took them to the Super Bowl, uh, the one and only Super Bowl Aaron Rodgers has been in. They had a win out to get in. They barely squeaked by the Bears to attend that regular season, and they were on that magic carpet ride all the way in. Now, why did I call it a magic carpet ride? Because they had like 18 guys on the IR. They're picking dudes up off the street to play, uh, and everything they touched turned to gold. And it kind of feels like this Green Bay Packers team – here in the last few weeks is kind of having that same thing. This defense has been awful. Joe Barry, everybody wanted him fired. All of a sudden now is, you know, everything gets thrown close to them. They're catching and getting turnovers and getting big plays. Keyshawn Nixon wasn't even a, a thought to be a returner at the beginning of the year. And now the dude's, you know, setting records left and right back there as a kick returner and is a threat to take it to the house or at least flip the field every time he touches the ball. So if we're going with the Magic Carpet Rod theory, this sets up for Rodgers to extinguish a demon of his hometown San Francisco Niners who have been a thorn in his side in the playoffs mm-hmm. for his whole career. And then you get to do it at their place in San Francisco to advance? Oh, yeah. I mean, it all lines up. I, I, I want the Niners. I, I would rather deal with the Niners more than I want to deal with the Vikings.